acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like in the matrix, like in the matrix, when he said, "You take the blue pill, forget everything. Take the red pill and go to heaven, baby." I took two of the red pills and half of a blue. <laughs> no, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. Hi, Lauren Hogan. How are you, baby? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How? how listen, you had the week. We want to hear. I want to hear all about your week. You had the woo. You had the week. Randy Rainbow too. Uh, Randy Rainbow hosted, but it was great. 
Um, it all came together. It was a lot of work. I was very tired. I went to sleep at 3 a.m. and woke up at 7 a.m. the next day. So I'm tired, but it's okay because, you know, my boss is happy. My CEO is happy. And, yeah. We saw good. the pictures. It looked great. Jennifer Hudson looks so good. I didn't realize she was as tall as you, Lauren, because, Lauren, you're a tall woman. I did not realize like, standing next to you, she's as tall as you. Yeah, she had on heels, and I mean, and I had on sneakers, but yeah, she's, and she's so sweet. She was such a sweetheart, and when I tell you, she really just stole the show. She really did. I've never really heard her perform live until, you know, then I was like, this happened can really sing. Well, that's this Chicago, baby. Impressive. Everybody from Chicago got that kind of brilliant talent. That's what I heard. Uh, don't, don't don't quote me though. Everybody, but there's, there's a small pool of y'all that got that got that kind of talent. You gonna come up off R. Kelly? Look, you gonna come up off my R. Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Laugh and Learn. I'm your host, Slay Monroe. This is my co-host, Lauren Hogan. We have been missing Lauren, but well, me and Lauren gonna be in studio together. I think next week. Ooh. Look, because I think I'm flying okay. in next Monday. What'd you say? I think I'll be flying in doing Laugh and Learn because remember, I'll be in New Orleans. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought this was the last episode, it's not for the season. I think so, girl. Look, uh huh. Two plus two is eight right now. That's all I see. So, okay, yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out later. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out later. Um, Oh, yeah, Lauren. And so thank you, Lauren, because, Lauren, I was also in D.C. this week because this was uh, World AIDS Day. We had World AIDS Day, which was the first. But I did an event in D.C. for AHF that Lauren and them got me on. And it was fun. We had a good time with um, with Michael from down there, the other Michael, and uh, Samson McCormick. And, um, oh, let me say her name correctly. Her name was, uh-huh, Lynn. I, I can't even remember the first name. Oh, I Yeah, Samson was on the show. Yeah, Samson was good. But the young, the young lady's name who who sang her name was either Tynesha or Taisha. She was really good. Ty, Ty, yeah, I, I might be saying the first name wrong, but she was good too. The audience was great. It was it was good. A lot of lot of speeches. But it's 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 also interesting interesting to know how many people that you don't see or hear their names in the public are on the battlefield fighting to find the cure for HIV and AIDS. So hats off to all those people that you don't know about the Miss Barbers and all the people because baby they out there and been out and been soldiers in the battlefield for years yeah no that, that's that's very true and plus this year was uh significant for World AIDS Day too because it was the 40th anniversary since the first AIDS case was recognized by the CDC so it was it was a big one you sure. know I said at the event didn't they cook the warp speed uh, coronavirus vaccine in like 32 minutes in the kitchen? That kitchen ain't available right now for HIV. That kitchen, they shut that kitchen down because 32 minutes they came up with a warp speed. You would think it after 40 years they could have came up with a cure or something for HIV. Well, I've seen some reports saying that they're working on a vaccine for HIV but in AIDS. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, that same that same crank that same that same kitchen should be available. Is it ready by the hour? <laughs> uh, if farmers if farmers involved, you know it is. So Good God. You know it is. Good so, God. That's glad that your event went well though and you made it back safely. And what else do you have uh, coming up? Because you're a little 
busy going into the holidays, huh? I am, Lauren Hogan. Thanks to you, dear. I'm going to... Where am I going? Oh, I'm, I'll be in New Orleans this weekend hosting the King and Queen pageant, which is Sunday at the Civic Center. And then on the 17th, I'm at the Glass House in Miami. I'm excited about that, too. That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I forgot what something yeah, else is coming up, but don't ask me. You're going to have to do some radio for that, too, to... Um you know, boost some people coming in. So we'll talk about that later too. But yes, you are booked and rather busy. And then you got 2022 coming up already with book dates. So it's going to be a good end to the year and new beginning into 2022. Uh-huh. So listen, since we're talking about cooking and cracking and kitchens and stuff, can we talk about Omicron? Am I saying it right? You're not. It's called Omicron. Uh-huh, that one too. Because bitch, who comes up with these names? Is like, well, I want to know who making up these names, first of all. So, yes, Omicron is in the Greek alphabet, and it seems like they're naming all the variants after the Greek I'm gonna alphabet. I'm going to say, we can't get a Tyrone, we can't get a Keisha, a Jamal, what? We, so, just nothing for us. Just, just. Don't, don't attach, <laughs> well, don't attach black people to that, because you even saw now, you know, they were trying to blame South Africa for this um, Omicron variant, and it didn't come from South Africa. They came from Europe. You know how many white Europeans that identify as South Africans, do they all knock it off? Lauren, it's so damn scary. Let me tell you something. I was supposed to went to the comedy club the other night. I didn't even go because I got spooked because they said if you just had it recently, you could catch it again. You're more susceptible to catching this new one again. Girl, scared the shit out of me. I, st- I took my clothes off and got back in the beat. Uh, <laughs> Have you said that publicly? Have you said that publicly yet? What? That I had it about? Yes. we. I've talked about it. Oh, you I haven't went in detail about it or, or how I felt about it, but yeah, I mean, I, I let my listeners know that I had a bout with COVID. It made me res- it made me respect COVID more. All them jokes and shit I be joking, that shit ain't nothing to play with. And I did not even have it as severely as some people that I do know that's strong and go to the gym and work out. And I, you know, my lazy ass don't do anything like that. But it, I don't know. It just it's different to everybody who experiences it. But I tell you, it's definitely nothing, nothing to play with. And all that I think I had, I think I had it. Let me make you very well aware that if you have COVID, you won't think you have it. It's a very dark illness. It makes you feel um, like you want to just lay down and die. But I think the trick was to keep busy. I, and because all I could think about was my fourteen-year-old daughter. I'm like, I don't want my baby to catch it. I don't want my baby to catch it. So we were bleaching and Lysoling. And y'all know I was anal with the Lysol. Uh, it ain't changed. It's right. Uh, it ain't changed. But I still ended up catching it. And so I don't know how. And I couldn't pinpoint. I want to blame this. I want to blame that. But you really never know how. The the good part was that my doctor said because you naturally beat it that you have built up antibodies. But now with the new Omicron, they're saying that if you just had it recently, you are more susceptible to catching this new variant. So I'm like, well, damn, you know, and don't before you all going into the hole. If you vaccinate, if you're unvaccinated, this Omicron is doing what it's want to do to the vaccinated and to the unvaccinated. So stop. But yeah, it was well, it was something. Well, yeah, and I mean, and I know I've even, you know, said things on this platform about I got I got the vaccine. I was like, whatever protection I got, I got it. But I'm taking the booster this week. 
and I wasn't expecting to do that, but... I'm I need to know a good booster. You, I ain't had a good booster since, like, 86. You know a good booster? Oh, you're, oh, you're talking about the booster shot. Oh, I thought you were... <laughs> so, I mean, so, it, it, yeah, I mean, and I know, you know, we've had our side conversations. I'm not about to, you know, have what we talked about on the platform, but, yeah, I mean, at this point, I just... And I mean, it's mainly because, you know, I have, you know, had a, a death in the family and everything. I was just having, you know, conversations with my dad about we just need to protect ourselves because, and, it, and I think it's really more so for him. I'm doing it now because he's just like, I don't want to lose anybody else unnecessarily. So I'm going to take the booster. Well, you know, Lauren, me and you have talked and we, and we, and we, we have real conversations, y'all. Yeah. Have I changed my mind about about the whole situation, no. But I have op- I've expanded my horizons to think that, yeah, in a couple of months, I might have to go ahead and just say, let's roll with it. I just got to make sure it works for me. Because my biggest fear yeah. is that, you know, I, I voluntarily say yes to something that I don't know, because y'all don't know. And then I'm walking around here, hop along with Cassie, one leg, one eye, calling me I hop. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Well, I think... I like my I eyes and my legs. <laughs> people to advocate for because there's a lot of times where like especially us like us black folks have like you know apprehensions about going to doctor and things like that because we all know what history has been but it's encouraged it's, it's important that you advocate for yourself when it comes to your health care and you have these conversations with your doctor like you need to be able to feel comfortable with what you're putting in your body so i know you're going to talk to your doctor about you know worst case scenario what can happen but like if anybody that has, you know, questions about anything, I would just say I would encourage you, you know, to talk to your healthcare provider or your doctor and don't settle on, you know, just anything that they say. Ask your questions. Oh, and I hope you get and I hope you guys have someone that you're familiar with. I know a lot of times your healthcare changes and you just a routine to a doctor, but I hope you have a conversation with a doctor that you have been familiar with for years that you feel very comfortable with because you trust them more and it really does make the difference on how they talk to you and how you receive it. Girl, I got a piece of hair sticking yeah. in my mouth. It's getting on my nerves. Okay, it's gone. Are you sure it's a really piece of hair or are you just feeling something that ain't there? Oh my God, I'm feeling that too, but I am definitely was a piece of hair. Yeah, I think that really helps because, you know, I know my doctor for a long time, so I'm comfortable talking to him about anything. You know, dude, why am I itching right there? What is that leak? Uh, you know, what? Why, what ooh, what's that fire? He'd be like, yeah, you got... Uh. <laughs> but, I, you know, you wouldn't talk to a stranger like that. Well, even with me, like all of my doctors and healthcare professionals, even down to my dermatologists, they are all black females. I only have black female doctors and physicians that those are those are the only people in my midst is black women because they understand me. I don't, I don't know if I want a black woman to see me naked. She might not understand me. I told y'all I got the wrong eggs this morning. I took the blue pill. Uh, wait a minute, Lauren. So look, it it just had me spooked, and now they're coming out with the this variant and woo woo woo. I do think that a lot of this is. I think everybody's going to have an experience with COVID, not necessarily catch it. No, no, no. I don't mean, no, I don't mean like that. I don't mean it like that. I said I'm not necessarily catch it, but have an experience around somebody so you could get it firsthand to actually see it. Girl, I don't know who this is calling me, but they should not be. Not while I'm on live. Well, I mean, I think that part 
part I can see is, is true flame. You know what I mean? Like, I know several people that are, like, close friends of mine that have caught COVID and have told me about their experience. So on that front, I definitely hear what you're saying. I don't think anybody in the world at this point doesn't know somebody who has had COVID. You know what I mean? Yeah. COVID is treatable and beatable, but it's the after effects that's scary because yeah. it, it affects everybody. I still have not gotten all of my sense of smell and taste back. But I'm, I'm trying every day. I do a little sniff test with tea tree oil and lemon oil and eucalyptus just to try to make sure I can get my sense of smell back. Good God. Oof. <laughs> it's a very annoying, but I don't want it again. I promise you, I don't want it again. Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't wish it on you either. I don't wish that on anybody. Not even my worst enemy. Because you just never know. Yeah. You that know? was one day everything on my body hurt and nothing hurt. So if you ask me what's hurt, I couldn't tell you what was hurting because everything was hurting me. My nose hairs hurt. My eyelashes hurt. If you looked at me, it hurt. The TV light hurt. To hear anyone speak hurt. Baby, everything hurt. My toenails hurt. Everything hurt me for no reason. But girl, I couldn't lay in there. I couldn't lay in there like that. I'm telling you, I had to, a girl, I had to get up. When you lay in the bed, tell you, lay down and just let me eat you up. Uh-uh, bitch. I had to get up. All I kept thinking about was, I am legend. I do not want to be a bitch that can only come out in the nighttime. I like to come out in the daytime. So. <laughs> no, I'm just glad that you're feeling better. Thank you, Lauren Hogan. That was scary. Yeah, that was scary. Girl, I'm like, how the hell did I catch you? My overly cautious ass. But that's what I'm saying. You can't even pinpoint it. So I don't know if it was in the grocery store. I don't, I don't know. And you don't know. Yeah. You think you know because you be trying to backtrack. Uh, I say I had touched this rag. Child, you just don't know because they don't know if it's airborne or what have you. But now with this new version, I'm just going to have to be a little more custom. Ain't no pictures, y'all. Take a picture. You better have a zoom on your camera. You better zoom your ass over there and zoom that big picture because I ain't doing it. I can't I can't handle it, Lauren. No, I hear you. And, I mean, and I've, I've been overly cautious, too. I mean, even when we were at the event, I was at the forum where you had 17,000 people that could come in. I took a COVID test and I am still negative. So I'm going to take another one next week. So I'm, yes, please be precautious for sure. Uh, I'm gonna have, we have to protect our Kendall over here. You know, we can't have all that BS going on. And this house, this house, baby, this house had been so blue out. My house was so clean. It was like the lady from uh, the movie Poltergeist when the little lady said, This house is clean. Because <laughs> we got the COVID up out of here, baby. Oh, my God, we was up in here scrubbing. I couldn't take it. Oh, my Jesus, I couldn't take it. Lauren, let me go on to this. Let me talk about uh, uh, one of their names. <laughs> I was going to say, you want to transition to talk about uh, the Michigan uh, school shooting? Uh-huh. The Mac, what are their names? The McRun- the McRunners? No, Jennifer and James Crumbly are the parents. Crum- Crumbly. Crumbly. Crumley yeah. should be called joggers because they were sprinting out, baby. They had hit it, baby. They, <laughs> the mom and daddy was on the move. They said, we ain't going down. Shit. Yeah. So Jennifer and James Crumbly and then the actual shooter, their son's name is Ethan Crumbly. So. So many, so many stories are now coming out about the parents and what they knew beforehand and how they knew that their kid was. And this is why I always say, baby, who the parent in your house? Because y'all think I'm a pushover with my daughter. And a lot of times I really am. But the, when the Jolly Green Giant decided to show up, fuck the Hulk. I turned green and started breaking shit for real. I just have titties and stuff. You know, I still got a shape. 
Uh, <laughs> but baby, let me tell y'all something. And then listening to the text message that the mom's like, please don't do it. Y'all knew they didn't even want to take this boy home with them because they had a meeting at the school, according to the, to the news, before all this went down earlier that morning. And asked that he want to go home with them and he didn't want to go home. They didn't want to take him home with them because they knew he was a basket case. Why would y'all send this boy to school if y'all knew something was wrong? Because it's, oh, it's our kid. Well, well, because, you know, Flame, I know even sometimes with us talking, if you were in that situation, would you turn your kid over to the police knowing that he was crazy in the back? Where's my other phone? Would you want me to dial that one one now? Sure, because I'm, hell yeah. Come get this crazy. You know when your kid crazy. And that's what's, that's what always, people always say, oh, I didn't even see it. Baby, if who, whatever parent sees that kid the most, the mother or the father, they know. You know when your kid is fucked up. Let me just be very honest. You you be like, damn, my kid, this kid, I love this kid, but this kid fucked up for real. Like, for real, you know, as a parent that this, yeah, this one, yeah, I'm, I'm going to work real hard on these other two because this one right here, gone, just gone. <laughs> and you may not want to admit it out loud, but it's the truth. what this family did but i'm just saying the fact that the parents were scared of their own kids just kind of shows you how crazy this, this little boy was because his parents were scared of him but y'all go buy him a gun <laughs> please make this where's the logic in that i'm scared of you but then i'm gonna go buy you a weapon that could kill me and publicly put it out there that <sighs> girl Y'all keep talking about WP. Y'all better start talking more about WT shit. <laughs> Do you want to bring in some flame on this Yes, God. Who on here? Because you know I can't see. Oh, I see Megan. I ain't seen Megan in a minute. Hey, Megan. Uh-huh. Megan, where you at? Yeah, I see now, some of our regulars. Oh, there's Megan. Oh, there's Megan. Oh, hey, Megan. That's not no Megan. I love I Megan. That's not Megan. Where's Megan? I tried to bring Megan on. Mark, Marky, Mark, where you at? I can get off and bring him on. Uh-uh, no, no, that's okay. We want you. We want you, T.T. Jan. Jan. Well, I'm thinking for myself. I want you, too. <laughs> <laughs> I want all of y'all. Jan. Uh-huh. Um, so you scared of, you scared of the boy. He's 15. Okay. You know, the boy got some issues. So you going by the boy, a gun, brand this shit all on social media, woo, woo, woo. And then you have to go to the school to, that morning of the, the shooting with the boy. Cause I don't know right. what went down, but they was like, can you take the boy home with you? He's like, no, nah, leave us crazy. Leave him, leave him here. And then you see what he pulled off. Uh, do you think I those think parents should have been charged? Do you think those parents should have been charged? Oh, hell yeah. Well, they are being charged. I, it, it, right. I, I think they should be charged, too. But I'm just asking, do you think? Because, you know, it's somebody who don't think that them parents are responsible for that, that kid. But, baby, y'all knew he was crazy. Shit. This new thing that they were frightened of their son is BS. I think they're just trying to save who they can save. In, the, in this scenario because I looked at their arraignment 
and the dad sat there laughing. Uh, he had to catch up with his mom and squeak out some fake tears. But his father, and I kept looking like, is he laughing? And then afterwards, uh, commentators were saying that, you know, the, they weren't taking this seriously at all and, and, and were laughing. You know, they checked out with $4,000. They went into hiding. They knew what they were doing. I don't think they uh, thought they were frightening other boys. They wanted to have a badass son. And that's what they that's what they sold, and that's what they got. Because you don't go out and buy a gun if you're scared. You don't go out shooting with the son if you're frightened. You know, he they were at a meeting that day because the, the boy got caught looking at um, ammunition on his phone. And the mother just laughed and said, I'm not angry with you. Uh, you just got to learn not to be caught. That, that doesn't sound fe like fear to me at all. Then they want to ask like that the gun was properly stolen. It, it was not if he had that kind of access to it. How do you properly stole something that is weaponry that you bought for the, the boy? So all that, I'm not buying. I told you, y'all keep talking about WP. Y'all been talking about these WTs because, baby, that was WT at its finest. <laughs> and then they tried to blame Detroit. They tried to say they didn't want to say it was Oxford, Michigan. They said, oh, it's a suburb of Detroit. Baby, don't put that on Detroit. Y'all did all that. That's ridiculous. And let me ask y'all a, a personal, both of y'all a personal question. How much of this y'all think in their mentality because the Rittenhouse trial went so smoothly in their favor that they think that they can pull shit like this and get away with it? Not just them, but well, so many others. You know, like we said, we didn't have... I'm sorry, Lauren, go on. No, 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 no. I was, go ahead, TCG, and I'll go after you. Um, we had said, you know, uh, we didn't have a dog in the race with... Kyle, but it set off a lot of, you know, dog whistles. Well, I mean, my thing is this. I was never expecting Kyle Rittenhouse to be convicted mm -hmm. strictly because of all of the Republican support that he was getting. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. from the beginning when this mm -hmm. whole thing happened. So, I was never, that was never my expectation. In this situation, I, I don't think that Ethan Crumbly is going to get off. I think he's going to end up no. being in jail like the Dylan Roofs and all of the other crazy white kids that, you know, committed mass murder. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. However, I don't know about these parents because I don't know what kind of jury they're going to have. I don't know what type of case, you know, the prosecution is going to present. So I don't know. I don't know about the parents. I don't I know. Either. Ethan's not going to see the light of day. They might put him in a freaking psych ward, but I don't know about these parents. You you know, know what you time. know what you know what is baffling to me as a as a black American or as just an American per, a person that's not white. Their lack of they always talk about how we our lack of respect for the law. They will disrespect the law right in the law's face, and the law will laugh with them or be a part of it. Because even on the floor last week when they were getting on Gosack's case, I think it's his name, Gorsack, Go, whatever his name was, after he made the whole thing killing AOC and Joe Biden, he went right out of there after they reprimanded him and went and retweeted that five minutes later as if they said, fuck y'all, don't tell me what to do. 
then with this whole privileged thing with this with this young man, I'm saying that to say is that now they want to say that their son was this and their son was that. If you knew your son was batshit crazy, then you should have been trying to get your son some help as opposed to releasing him to the rest of the world. So in part, I do find them guilty for that because you knew your goddamn son was fucked up. Then you go by your son a weapon to kill people and release it to and put him in a situation where he could get to it. And that same day you knew he had, he was having issues and y'all knew y'all had just bought him a early Christmas gift. Well, deck the halls, because all you motherfuckers need to be locked up. You, your crazy son, and your stupid-ass husband. Because when he going to sit there and smile and mock the law, we can't even move too fast without getting shot. But they will spit at the law and think that this okay. It's not a fucking K. It's fucking not okay. Oh, and I'm angry about it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was on the rant. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I agree with you for sure, Flame, but... Because my next question is this, you know, what it also, too, I'm kind of looking at the school, too, to see if they need to be held liable. Because I remember when I was in high school, we had, you know, a threat. There was this crazy kid at my high school. His name was James. He was Asian. And he threatened to come up to the school and shoot everybody. So he had and had a whole list of names of who he was going after. Like, he was serious. So my high school, it was shut down for a week. Like, they brought the bomb squad in to do a bomb sweep. They had canine dogs come in to see if he had any, you know, rifles that were stored anywhere on campus. Mm-hmm. Like, our school shut down for a week, and that was just from, like, a rumor. Now, it turned out it was true, and he really planned to come up there and shoot, you know, the students while I was there. But the school took proper precautions to avoid having a mass shooting. Girl, did you make so the list? Did you make the list? No, see, I was nice to <laughs> He likes me, so I wasn't on the list. But I was just, I, that's why I'm also, like, if the school knew that he was crazy, I mean, they had to have a, a whole, you know, parent-teacher conference and everything. Clearly, they knew something was wrong with him, too. So I'm also looking at the school just like the parents. Like, what did y'all do to protect these kids? Because if right. I'm a parent and I'm sending my kids to go be in your care for five to eight hours out of the day and y'all don't do your job to make sure my kid's protected, I'm suing you, too. Right. Because now but, my child is dead. And now I'm trusting my child's life with you. So uh, somebody had tried to generate misinformation and say that the school had gotten warnings about him. And they stepped in immediately and said that that was not, that was not properly stated. They had no forewarning warning about this shooting whatsoever. But what I found kind of strange also is that he tried to, and I'm sure everybody saw it on YouTube, to try to gain entry where some students had barricaded themselves inside a classroom, and he posed as a sheriff to get in. And so one of the young men said, we, we're, not, we're not willing to take that risk at this time, telling him that they were not going to remove the barricade. And the young man said, well, okay, bro, it's up to you. And so the young man said to the people in the room with them, okay, bro, come on, you guys. And that's when they start flooding, uh, pleading out of, the, out of the window. I mean, to go that far to try to increase your body count. That, you know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I would be looking at the school, too, and I would be holding the school liable. If not, maybe not to the height as the parents because they supplied him with the weapons to sure commit did. the mass murder. But the school is liable, too, because did y'all really do your due diligence to make sure that these kids were safe? 
I don't think that they did. This a new breed of kids. This a new breed of old wuss ass parents. Let me just call it out, cause all these all these parents hollering, they scared their kids. In our day, that was just unheard of. Baby, yeah, you weren't you were scared of your parents. Your parents weren't scared of you. This this some new shit. This is some new shit. But is it though? It, it, it is, Lauren. I'm telling you, it is. <laughs> it is. Wait, wait, I feel like you are speaking from an old. I am real black and real old school. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I still think that white kids were challenging their parents. In their day. But not to this extreme. Even back in the 70s when I was a kid, you you might hear about every blue moon, one person goes shoot up the whole family. But girl, it was very, it was so, it would make the news for a month because it, that's how it was. But not like now. Now you're hearing now and, and it's like nothing. Girl, Lizzie Boyd was in the forties. Bitch, I ain't that old. Wait a minute, hold on, back the fuck up. Well, from a black perspective, I didn't hear about black kids ever, parents being afraid of their children. But when we were here, even when I knew some of the white kids I knew, they still respected their parents. I'm telling you, this is a new breed, Lauren. Like, like, you know what? I beg to differ because that's when I learned about, I guess, kids disrespecting their parents and living were white kids not just arguing with their parents, but cussing their parents out. I had never, in my community, I had never seen that before in my church or anything. But when we moved to uh, a particular neighborhood, I was like, I mean, we were like, what? They got their back door open and their son is over there cursing out the parents. It, It was crazy as hell. That's what I'm saying. I think it's always been a thing, not in okay. our households, not in black households, because we all no. chastise no. your parents. You you getting your ass whooped? But you right about that. I think it's it's been a thing in white households. We just didn't hear about it until you know technology was able to share so much information about what was going on in the world. Oof. You're not kidding. You're not kidding at all. Well, shoot, Bobby Clifford said if she cussed her mother out, she wouldn't have any teeth. So. I don't know, Bobby, you might secretly be black, though, so, you know. But, I mean, I'm not saying all white hoes did it, but that's where it was introduced to me for the first right. time seeing. Right. Oof. Sure. I don't know, because Big Mama could slap you from across the church. She had, uh, like, yeah. the usher boy bitches would come up behind you, just grab you for no reason. You're like, I'm over oh, here, yeah. baby. Uh-uh. I don't know. It's a different oh, connection. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. My mom, my mom's uh, favorite saying was "choke and drive" when I was younger. So she used to choke me while she had her other hand on the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to try that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. I need to be choking on right now. 
I don't know. I don't. Th- I just. I don't want them parents to play innocent in this, though. I don't. I, and and the daddy's smirking and mocking the, the law. You see, yeah. it's just so disrespectful to me. Cause yeah. if it was one of us, if we if we don't even lower our head down, you know, they we arrogant or we this or we that. I I hate that. And I hate the, that. That is, makes me just. Who want to take my wig off and start windmilling? It's a, it's a ugly look because what you sow is what you get. Sometimes you can pick all the right answers in the world and your kids come out acting like Jeffrey Dunn. But a lot of this stuff is constantly simulated with hate. You see the mother, she had been in communication or wrote correspondence to Trump, you know, applauding him on his stance on weaponry. You know, so I ain't feeling sorry for none of them. Yeah. I'm just curious to see if the parents will get convicted. That's what I was curious. Uh-huh. They bonds at 500000 each. They was on the run. They should uh-huh. never have no bond. And they're going to try to say that a little boy got PTSD. I said he surely do, but that ain't what it stands for. I ain't made up what it stands for yet, but that ain't it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always gonna have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. 
The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, chief marketing and growth officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are we, are we going to segue to talk about your boy? Glenn? Yeah, we have to talk about the very handsome Mr. Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo gave a great statement back, though. Did you see his clapback statement? It wasn't even a clapback. It was a response. Yeah, I did. I mean, it was his official statement, you know, that he's putting out regarding him being fired. I saw it. So let me ask you, Lauren. At the time, didn't Chris have the number one show on CNN? He's always had, well, not always, don't get me wrong, but he's had, like, the number one show on CNN, I think, for, like, the past at least five, and they still fired him. And that's why I'm saying, so whatever whatever they feel like they have, it must be something juicy because that's what I was saying. He has the number one show on your network, and y'all fire him. It must be something that y'all have that y'all know just ain't going to work out in his favor because... Well, I mean, I think it's optics, too, because, like, I mean, I've told you, like, I've gone to like NABJ conferences which is the National Association of Black Journalists CNN does not have a good rep in terms of diversity and inclusion and just I guess you can call them respectability politics like they don't have the best reputation like CNN is constantly getting voted for the least diverse network and all these other things so like you know when we see people like Abby Phillips and stuff getting her own show it's like woo, we're yeah. excited but I feel like there's more of a uh, microscope on CNN and mm-hmm. they feel like they have to really do what's right because the optics of everything that's going on with that network is usually not a good not no, a good thing. So. No, it is not. No, it is not. No, it is not. And so. you know what? I really didn't expect more out of them because of who their dad was. And again, you can um do whatever you want to do. People still grow up and formulate their own ideals and mindsets because Chris is an attorney, you know, have better judgment. You know. Well, is it the lack of judgment or did he just feel like he had that much clout at the network and he could get away with it? Both, I bet you. Well, I want to know who the bitch is that accused Chris Cuomo of sexual harassment. She better be a dime piece, because if she... Because, first of all, let me just start right here. (laughs) Okay, it's it's a joke, y'all, for y'all get out of your feelings. (laughs) Baby, I don't know too many women, I don't care what color you is, and I say you is, not you are, going to tell Big Chris no. Let's start right there. Let's start right there. So, let me see what she look like, because... If she come out of here looking like that thing that Bill Cosby tried to smash that looked like Herman Monster with a curly wig on, I'm telling you right now, I'm, it's going to just be true what my uncle said years ago. P-A-G-N-F. <laughs> and this ain't Love Lounge. Be- because somebody, didn't, some woman didn't accuse him of sexual harassment. Now, I'm dying to see what she looks like. But, but it, it shouldn't matter 
Hell yeah, cause he fine. Hell yeah. Now I know that's that's sexist as hell. I know that's sexist as hell. <laughs> but yes, well, it does matter. And that's by personal opinion. You know, when somebody taking something or manipulating you, that they turn on a whole new look for me. All those women that Matt Lowry were smashing, you know, he he, it was something else that attracted him to them called manipulation, called sexism, called chauvinism that drove it to that. You know, uh, Chris, if he wanted to be on the up and up, I, I would imagine he could have had who he wanted to. But if he did that, it crosses over from lust to something else a lot more violated. All the yeah. above are wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, he could have called me. <laughs> yeah. I forgave it to him. Early and often. No, yeah. But it's I don't something think, else. I don't think it's so much about the person's face flame. It, it might just be. I know. I'm talking. I'm smiling. I, you know I'm know talking smack. I'm just saying. I know. But still, you know. Oh, Megan, oh, Megan's here. I don't know if you want to bring Megan in, Flame. Okay. But I know you can't. No, TG, you ain't got no. Go. No, stay right there. You don't have to go anywhere. Uh-huh. Oh, let me see if I can do it. Let me, where's Mark at? Pagan McCain, Pagan, Pagan, Megan McCain. I've seen him twice. But I'm curious to see how this all falls out, I will say, because, like, I don't know if, you know, Chris Ooh. Cuomo is going to end up filing a civil suit against CNN and getting a separate oh, package. Sure. Oh, sure. I don't know what's going to happen. I'll be curious to see. Not oh, Megan's sure. here. Not Megan's here. I've been attacked. <laughs> No. Hi, Mark. I don't know what happened to you. I don't know what happened to you earlier. I could. I tried to bring you in. Oh, I, I had jumped off for a second. Here's my thing with Cuomo. I'll, I'm gonna say it. we all know how I feel about Cuomo. I will say this: um, if we expect judges to recuse themselves from situations where they have direct interest or conflict of interest, or we expect prosecutors to step down when they know the people who killed Ahmaud Aubrey then we expect Chris Cuomo to do the same thing and recuse himself from not only the story, but involvement altogether, especially when you're using your sources at CNN to dig up dirt on alleged victims and threaten them with that. So well, I just think we- Well, he did recuse himself. Mark, nope. he, never, he never talked about it on his He didn't show. report on it. He, he didn't recu- report on he it. He recused himself from reporting, not right. involvement. He lies. He said that he had no direct contact with any of his brother's aides or anybody dealing with the case, which is completely not true based off of the attorney general's report and the report and investigation that CNN's counsel has done. So he definitely lied on air, but my problem is this. Ethically, you don't, that's like, you don't use, the whole reason you had those sources to even go after these victims was because of your employment with CNN and connections. You can't use that as ammunition. I I, I, I hate to believe that he... I don't, I don't want to believe that he did that. He He's too smart of a man, and he's an attorney. So that was either some real bold gangster shit or... Because he can't be that stupid. You cannot be that stupid. Right. Right. He's not stupid. I think it's the I think it's the pattern with a lot of the Cuomos is that they are just overly confident and arrogant with their status. And they think that, again, and remember, like, let's just be real, he is a powerful white man in media... And he thought that that was going to be his past to get away with all of this. And the facts are, he got... Well, I don't want to hear shit about ethically, because we don't have no more ethics after Donald Trump. 
All the ethics went out the window. So there are no more ethics in this country. All that shit went out the window. Well, I still, because if I'm going to hold the judicial system up, if I think there should be ethical practices there, I'm going to do the same thing with journalism because those those two go hand in hand. But anyway, that's my piece on Cuomo. Um, on on the crumblies or crumbles, whatever the. Um, the runners, are. the sprinters, the joggers, because they was running. Them niggas was on the move, baby. <laughs> Here's my problem. Here's my problem. We don't care, and I know that this is their defense attorney's job. I don't care that they were gainfully employed or that his mom was a senior director of marketing at a large corporate firm or that his dad. I don't give a damn about that because guess what that shows you? It, money doesn't buy class. At all. doesn't buy shit. He bought that gun. Definitely did that. Definitely did that. And the fact that you can, it's just so, uh, it baffles my mind. I get that you love your child. But you love your child so much and you're just so blatantly ignorant mm-hmm. that you know your child is drawing pictures of people being shot and blood puddles. You buy your child a gun that same week. You then find out that he's texting and looking up ammunition to buy mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. And you say, LOL, I'm not mad at you. Don't get caught. I hope she gets every bit of ass whooping in that cell. I swear to God, I do. She gonna get Bob Schroeder as a judge and get off. That's the same one at Rittenhouse had. <laughs> Ain't that the same area? Ain't that the same area? No, I'm, I'm, talk, I'm talking smack. I, I know, I know. This, this prosecutor. Prosecutor, I I know that they're trying to say that she's is it me ear flame? Explain your internet tripping. I got kids home. Sorry, y'all. No, I'm right here. No, I will say this. I I don't. I, I, I am I frozen, Kendall? Everybody in the house on the computer, probably. Oh, there he is. Oh, shoots. Come on, show don't die. But the but Mark, I'm playing, and that oh, some about like they were she came not respond to in okay, let me see and do something let me see right we say over the case. She's just you know the the trial. They can't run in there. Yeah, the children crazy ass movie of a child. This is all broken up. Such a passion filled gift. You had to give the gift early, weeks before. 
purpose. And I'm but sorry, I don't, I don't wear glasses, but that motherfucker was crazy. Uh, what in the hell? I just, I just think that after after the Rittenhouse case came back, they just really let down the curtain to be like, we can do what we want to do and we're gonna get away with it. I think a lot of them, a lot of people think like that. I think a lot of them believe that for real, and it's sad because the it's collateral damage so will be the innocent people, like the the four young people that were just murdered in in Oxford. So that's the collateral damage and all the families and those people that it affected because you know, imagine you, you being a kid at 14 years old and you standing next you to your friend 14 know. years old and they did that's scary that's scary you have to live through that you know we're not built for that we're not even a lot of these 14 year old kids not equipped for that some some kids their parents allowed them to remain children a lot of them didn't A lot of them didn't. But, you know, we keep putting all this false narrative. It's us against the world and all this. And, you know, uh, of the McMichaels couldn't pull it off. You know, by the time the world was uproared, the boy had been dead two months. Yeah. Ahmad had been dead two months. Yeah. His mama was so, his mother was you a know, Mm-mm. So they can try, try, and try. But like I said, we have to stand in our own convictions. Just like uh, Ahmaud Aubrey's mother did. Yep. Just like when I go to a restaurant and they say, what's your name? I say, Brianna Taylor. Mm. Whatever your little push is, that's what you have to do. That's what we have to do. We Cal has set off these dog whistles for all this other being. I'm sorry, Mark. Go on. Oh no, 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 no. I was just gonna. I'm sorry. I I didn't hear you for a second. 
What were you about to say, Mark? Um, no, my only thing I was going to say, and I mean, I wasn't going to pivot, but I don't know. Are you planning on talking about Alec Baldwin's interview or we're not going there? No, because that's just a gossipy I thing. I don't want to talk about that. People going to have their own opinion about that anyway. I, listen, I, that, that's a sad okay. story, but... Um, I love I love his the way he spoke how articulate he was but I don't know about my battery goddamn thing that he was selling uh uh uh-uh, but we could talk about juicy you see Jesse Smollett took the took this um took took the, the yeah you know y'all know what I'm trying to say and uh in his own defense I'm like I hope Chicago will hook him up I don't believe that he's going to serve any jail time let me say that I really don't believe that at all I don't know I think the Chicago just trying to put an X on his back. Because they're notorious for doing that. Hold on. Do you not think that he set that up? Oh, no. I didn't say that. I said I don't think that he's going to do any jail time. Okay. But I think they might. I think Chicago is going after a conviction. It made international news, whether it was true or not. It was everybody. They were talking about it over in Europe and everywhere. So it was a big deal when it happened. Well, after he doubled up and said that he was the gay Tupac, nigga, if you don't knock it off, <laughs> I say, okay, you just fucked up right there. <laughs> my, my, my only, my biggest problem with the whole thing, and I'm just going to say this really quickly, is that I don't like that he took advantage, and I, again, I don't know the relationship, he took advantage of two non-American hardworking people who were trying to make it here and he got them caught up in this now they were just as guilty no they were just as guilty for taking part in it no but i'm so sorry everybody got free will mark don't no everybody has free will and he, those were no hard work and that was his trade y'all better okay let me let oh let me stop see let me let me stop because that baby okay uh-huh see they don't want to put that part they out his, they don't want to put that they, part they out they were his trade, but he they did do bodybuilding and they did have some scenes in in the uh in the thing. Empire. Thank you. Yeah. Like, they were mooching off of Jesse. It was a it was a mutual leashing relationship. It was a mu- it was a, a it was a sexation waiting. It was called doing the butt ow, ow, sexy, sexy, ow. Um, I don't know what I don't know what Chicago was going after him so hard. I wish we had that same prosecutor that's going after him that hard in New York that was going after Trump supposedly and didn't do it. Uh huh. What's her name? Yeah, James. Uh huh. Cause ain't she running for governor now? Shit. Uh, she running for something, but people thought we had 
Jalel on the block because of her name being Takesha or Lakeisha. And I was like, it didn't work. Well, if we want to talk about a positive sister that's running for something, we could talk about Stacey Abrams running for governor of, 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 of Georgia. Yeah. And I'm telling you, if she came out for us, we better come out for her. I think she's well that that's if they don't let the current governor count the votes again. Uh, I think I think because of all of the um we're gonna call them transgressions that happened around her first governorial run. Mm-hmm. I think she knows the game a little bit better now and yes. I think she knows what she needs to do. She was already smart as a whip. Yes, she but was. actually once you experienced, you know, all of the sideways stuff that could happen. I feel like she's going to be so prepared. My sister's going to be on it. Yeah. So, and Georgia, I, I need I y'all to come out. I yeah. can't vote for her, but I'll definitely donate to her campaign. I, and I will. And I am. Yeah. I will I say this. Not to be the Debbie Downer, I hope she gets what she deserves. But at the same time, I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on Biden's administration in the trajectory of this uh, presidency is going to weigh hugely on if she wins or not based off of the momentum right now within the Democratic Party and sort of the mindset of a lot of people who are feeling some type of way. So all I, that's, that'll be my two cents on that. I don't, I don't know what kind hey, of way they feel. Clarify, clarify what you're saying, Mark. You're trying to say because she helped Biden win, you think she's going to have some negativity towards her? No, 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 no. I'm saying the way that Congress and this presidency is going with Democrats in charge and the mentality of a lot of Democratic voters now feeling like again back to what we talked about my vote doesn't count you know or the progressive side i'm not voting because all i'm saying is if those people don't show up in atlanta and she needs the black vote in atlanta there's the trajectory for her does not look so great but we're in only in not even what we're going into year two of uh, biden's presidency so there's a lot of time for that but it's not looking so good. Why am I high, but you the one sounding high? Because I don't know what the hell you talking about. <laughs> I said, okay, you just recently, you discussed your views on Biden and sort of what's happening in this administration, and you're not that happy, correct? Me? Correct. Yes. Yes, and not at all. I'd like to give him a phone call. You got that nigga's number? That is the way a lot of people are feeling. And if you're talking to voters right now, especially within the Democratic Party, they are feeling exhausted. So I'm saying if there is not momentum picked up in Atlanta specifically, because that's what Abrams needs to win the state. If there if that momentum cannot be picked up and get motivation out there for these voters, it's going to be hard for her to get in that office. That's all I'm saying. So I'm saying with all that she did for Biden's administration, because she also she plays a part of why Biden's there. Biden needs to play it very carefully, along with Congress, to ensure that Georgia flips to, to Abrams' benefit. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm trying to be careful this. about my words. Well, I'll say this. I hope that Joe Biden doesn't come anywhere near Stacey Abrams. I want him to stay far the hell away from her. You said it, not me. And I think that I have hope because also, too, Georgia just elected um, Andre. Georgia, but Atlanta just uh, elected Andrew Perkins as their mayor. Mm-hmm. Which is, and he, and in no way, shape, or form was he like really at the forefront of winning the race. So I will say, Georgia voters do turn out. 
And I think that a lot of people feel like this is Stacey Abrams' redemption because she was cheated the last time she ran. Mm -hmm. They're going to turn out for her. Especially because, I'm sorry, Spellman, we are one hell of a conglomerate. We are. We just are. And then you got everybody black is going to turn up for Stacey Abrams. I'm sorry. They just are. So I really feel like she's going to win. If you're smart, whether you white, black, brown, you're going to vote for the best candidate. And we all know that that is Stacey. Yep. And I think right now, that's just what they need uh, because it's too much, it's too many moving parts for self-professing agendas that are going on with the entertainment world, trying to mask like we're at advocates. You know what I mean? I think that they need this. Stacy is a smart woman. Hmm. Uh, and as soon as she opens her mouth, you know you've been talked to. You know, I don't think everybody is supposed to be yellow with long hair. I think Stacy is smart, just like Simone. They're just smart, just like girl. Don't be having, the, don't be hating on my yellow skin and my long. Oh, she can't take my yellow skin and my long hair. All these girls <laughs> can't take. Of Simone, where, where is Simone right now? She's getting ready to leave uh, Kamala's office. Oh yeah, she's she's. That's what I'm saying. But you know, she is smart. It's not who she works for. I'm talking about she was there. Right. But that's part of what I was going back to what I was trying to say without saying it. But speaking of smart people and someone who's not smart, why Marjorie Taylor Greene can still be in Congress right now after in that dumb, uh, the other bitch, what is her name? Um, She's going to get up in jail again. Mm, that, that has, listen, that, that, listen, because they don't want her out. They don't want them out because y'all, you know they should be gone, but they don't want them out. So that's, that, that's the game they playing. And you can see whose hands carry the most weight. I was don't. Because they would have been got rid of us. We can't even look sideways. When you insinuate that your colleague is a terrorist coming down the halls of Congress oh, who's going to blow you that. up, when you insinuate that in the Congress and there is Kevin McCarthy. Okay, I'm just going to be quiet. I'm just, for a little bit. Stop getting mad about that stuff. They, I'm going to just say this on my last note about Stacey. I'm going to just say black people win elections if we just like look at it strictly from a data standpoint we win elections that's all i'm gonna say my good sister's gonna win come on stacy that i said it today and she showed y'all she can handle herself under pressure because the last time when they cheated her, she went to the battlefield. The other one they cheated, he went to the hotel with the boyfriend. Wait a minute, what happened? Same situation, honey. Different scenario, baby. Different outcome. I still like him. He just he, but I ain't lie. I'm just going. I mean, I still like him. But where's the lie? Oh, okay. And and the benefit of Stacey is that she went through all of that. She really got on the ground and got out of the public eye, but you still knew her presence was there. And she could go for a higher position if she wanted to. And the fact that she's still wanting to stay yeah. at the state level and rerun for governor. Because she's, she's about doing the work. She's about doing the work. She's not scared of work. And her, her introduction commercial was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Was fantastic. Yep. So Georgia, uh, all of America, we got to donate because money wins these campaigns. We got to donate to Stacey Abrams' campaign. We got to get money together. We got to get her a theme song too over here. I may have to come back on live. Uh, we're gonna have to get her a theme song. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. We appreciate. it. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Jan. Well, nice. You're welcome. Both of y'all out of jail. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I surely was in there. Lauren Hogan, thank you so much for joining us. I'm glad you had a good week, and um, I'll see you again when. I'll see, we'll be back in, same, in each other's presence, Ooh, probably not till next Monday after next, because I'll be coming from uh, New Orleans. Yeah, you will be. And then you got to go right out to Miami. And plus, we got to figure out what episode number this is to see if we got to segue into season two or not. So we'll talk later. Thank you for joining us. Say hello to Kendall. Hey, Kendall. I missed you so much. That sounded like you was reading off a cue card. That was worse acting than man. That's that's worse than child. <laughs> that's the inside joke. We'll tell you about that one day. Bye, Lauren Hogan. Thank you, my darling. Y'all follow Lauren Hogan on YouTube at Lauren Hogan and on Instagram at Lauren Armani H. But right now, we on what page we on? We on Laugh and Learn, right? I'm on the Laugh and Learn page. I'm trying to get us some more followers. Yes, we're trying to get some followers. So y'all make sure y'all follow us here on Laugh and Learn page. This I'm Flame Monroe. I'm your host sometimes. Uh-huh. Tonight, I'm three hosts. I'm trying to figure out which one. Oh, I'm the one in the middle. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Wait a minute. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Monroe Flame, on Facebook at Marcus Flame Monroe Parker, and on YouTube at Flame Monroe. Lauren, what is the slogan for Laugh and Learn? We are not trying to get anybody to change your mind. We are simply trying to get you to use your mind because why, Flame? In order to use your mind, you have to have a mind. Did you see the commercial? A mind is a terrible thing to waste. Some of y'all done wasted y'all shit. And let me tell you something. You can't just go pick, pad it up with some paper towel. Paper towel ain't going to get up. It's just gone. <laughs> no, let me stop. <laughs> no, common sense is truly what makes the world go around. I'm sorry if you don't have none. But you can come on here. You'll learn something. If you don't learn from me and Lauren, baby, we got some flamettes on here that will give you common sense dissect it it'll give it to you perfectly multiply divide it add it or either subtract it however you need it they'll give it to you that's what we do on this page thank you thank you guys for joining in we will see you guys soon right flame yeah we see you guys next week thank you have a good week and have a safe week and in the words of tt jan keep your head on a swivel because they snatching and grabbing and robbing you following you to your car okay oh my god hand jury hand jury thank you (laughs) bye Laugh and Learn is a production of the Black Effect Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by Chrissy Payne. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Hello! 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.